When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcasts, episode 324, which I feel like is a lucky number for some reason, but I don't know why. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, PSC, Elsie Escobar. <laughs> what the why is that funny? What does that mean? Partner in crime, PSC. Oh, I had, well, look, you had to spell it out for me, hence it missed. I had to, yeah. It missed its thing. My PSC. So it's magic. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then, of course, our producer. I don't want to forget the illustrious, sophisticated John Domingo. And I always said that, you know, I wanted to start the segment where I would take a little snippet out of context and play it. And yeah. of course, I didn't have Shut one up. for last episode because we didn't have a real good one for last episode that would be funny. So I always go back with right. the greatest podcast clip of all time. Bar none. I use it on other podcasts. She doesn't know. It is. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was going to be the one where I said, I do like penises. No, no. (laughs) No, that is a good. That is a fantastic. That is a fantastic. That's a good one, too. Can we move into numerology here for a second? Angel number 324, 324, suggests that you find a balance between your work, leisure, and rest times. Relaxing and taking the time to meditate and connect and communicate with the angels helps you to manifest your desired results and outcomes. Journey within yourself and bring the light. What is really important to you? You know, the problem with rest is that some of us can't differentiate between rest, screwing off, and procrastination. Hence, I think that we are being judgy. Of ourselves? No, no, no. About procrastination. And what was the other thing? Screwing off. Yeah, screwing off. Because every one of those things, number one, procrastination, it doesn't really necessarily have anything to do with you not attempting to do stuff. It is something that happens with the ADHD brain. So it's sort of like saying, I can't believe I got sick again, or I can't believe like, you know, and then you judge yourself because your brain isn't necessarily working the way it's supposed to. Well, so catch yourself. I also plan. know that I do it when I'm not on medication. Right. Okay. But if I don't take those stupid pills, I will pretty much never, ever get started on anything. I have got to take my medicine. So like yesterday, I dicked around for like four hours because I didn't feel like being productive yet. Right. So I was like, I'm not going to take it until one. Then I'll work. Then I'll be productive. But like I was trying to like force myself to rest. But then... I knew I had shit to do, so then I felt guilty about it. It never ends. Well, see, I think Amber, like, nailed it there, that screwing off can be rest. And I think that part of it is that you have to really allow yourself that time. Because if you don't, you're never going to be reset. It's sort of, it's like the, um, I like to think about it from the perspective of, you know, I have rubber bands or, like, hair ties in my hair. Mm -hmm. And if you have those same hair ties and you keep them tied up, like, super strong every single 
day and you don't let them go or you use them for a specific thing, they get so stretched out, they have no more rubbering to them. They can't come back. And that's what it's like when you're doing your stuff over and over and over and over and you don't give them a rest, they lose the elasticity and then you can't really make them work anymore. So it's sort of like that. Um, I'm not saying to you that I am a pro at this. I suck at it as well, but I'm really trying to stop that thing in my head that's judging myself for the output because that's really where I stop. I'm like, what did I do today? I have no, essentially my meaningless is based around the amount of productivity that I have and I need to dis decouple. Okay. <laughs> I need to decouple that. But ever since I started planning our conference, I feel like my productivity can be specifically measured by ticket sales and sponsored sales. Like if I dick off, that's 20 more dollars or a hundred more dollars or a thousand more dollars that we didn't get because I didn't feel like taking my medicine until one. Like, I feel like I'm, I feel like it's directly Im impacted by how much I decide to dick off, if you will, which by the way, right. is a really, I think that's a good phrase, dick off. I like it. I'm not sure exactly what it means if you kind of think about... Dick off means like I'm taking off work, kind of. Right. No, I understand what it means. I'm just... Oh. <laughs> I'm just... I understand the concept of what it means, but like why those terms... I've is... upset our therapist, Amber Holly. No, She's I know. She's writing, no, three exclamation marks. Yeah. Anyway, we had a conversation around some of this stuff. Yeah, we did. And we have but... more stuff to discuss today. Yes, For we do. Example, today. I do want to talk about the networking party that we're having at Podcast Movement because it is Wednesday night, 5 to 7 in the Delta A Ballroom in Nashville, Tennessee, where everyone is going to be if they are brave. No, just kidding. They will be there. We will all be there. Those of us who are vaccinated should be there. Um, if you are not vaccinated, please be vaccinated and then come after you're vaccinated if you are in that time frame. But we would love to see you and hang out with you. We're going to have some snarfs and we're going to have drink is snarfs snarfs or snacks you know we're going to have snarfs and drinks oh and um we're going to have some giveaways yay clara will be there and some other things too so go ahead and rsvp also so we can count you you know as far as like what to tell the hotel so um shepodcast.com slash shindig shindig it's our she podcast shindig so shindig is s-h-i-n-d-i-g can you dig it I'm really excited about that. We just had a team meeting this morning to talk about what our mission was for the conference, like every day's mission, what we're trying to accomplish there. Like, it's funny because I, this is the first time I've actually paid for other people to attend besides myself. And they're very serious. Of course. Right. But I'm not because it's podcast movement right it's not my event and for us Elsie I mean I know for you you're like I have to be at the booth all day and talk to people until my tongue falls out but I've never liked that when I go to uh, podcast movement I meet with who I want I have lunch with friends I dine out at lovely yeah. restaurants like like and they're like okay exactly what do we need to accomplish on Wednesday and I was like well like I feel like I have to make something up too because I want the producer to see the set, the AV, the videography, how it's all set up. What's, what do we need? What don't we need? What haven't we thought of? What's too much? What's too little? 
And then there's going to be a lot of times where I'm just standing there and going to want to introduce, you know, Jen and Jack to people that we know, like Chris Kremitzos and, you know, Dave Jackson and other guys who are there and all of our speakers that are going to be there. I want them to meet, you know, everyone yeah. we can who's a sheep podcaster, of course. But as far as like making a specific agenda, that's I'm challenged by it. So I went through the schedule and started to see, OK, like who would I want to meet? And I wrote those down. And then which sessions have our speakers in them? And I wrote those down. And that has me getting up at eight in the morning. So I'm like, well, that can't happen. So what else do I, do? I mean, I do. I will. I will. I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I don't want to work. Of course I do. But I have not thought of it in terms of boss employee relations ever. It's only just been moi. I love that idea. On my own. I'm so, I cannot even tell you that that would probably be like, that's the kind of meeting I would have loved to have done. There's nothing that makes me happier than having to be somewhere and do stuff that is part of my job. Own agenda. Yeah. My agenda. Yes. There's yeah, no, yep. I love having an agenda. That's why I thrive when I go, I have to be at the booth at eight. Mm-hmm. I have to do the thing at two. Yeah, yeah. I have to, like, it makes me so happy. There's nothing worse than to drop me off without an agenda somewhere where all the things are because I go, I, then what happens? Yeah. Elsie goes in her room and stays on the computer the whole time and just what look is out the window and takes pictures. I wouldn't mind doing that for a certain period of time too because I do get overwhelmed and hopefully they won't mind like doing some of the stuff that I normally do for me, like schmoozing our sponsors and saying hi and, you know, because Jennifer's the one that's going to be sponsor point of contact anyway. So I'd like to introduce her to them. And also Jen, by the way, likes to call the agenda, the Vagenda. <laughs> the Vagenda is great. I think I really like it. It's pretty fun. So it says team it. Vagenda. Yeah. Tuesday, and then I have a time when we all arrive, when we should have dinner, the first networking party. I mean, the definite things on my agenda are networking parties, even though they're not all my favorite. But Thursday night, by the way, you get to see Quest Love. And I know that you don't know who that is, do you? No. Do you know The Roots? Yeah. He was in The Roots. Oh. But now he's on his own and he does the Jimmy Fallon. He, he leads. The, I don't know. I don't remember, but he does. He leads the Jimmy Fallon band. He's oh. there. He's in their band. He's the guy with okay. the. He always has a fro and a pick. Yes, okay. Quest Love, baby, and he's from- okay. All right, all right. Anyway, so so that's Thursday night. That's supposed to be really fun. And then Friday, we will have probably in two days covered everything we wanted to do. So we're trying to find fun things to do in Nashville, and we found like a paddle boat dinner cruise that we can do down the river, like a big steamboat, like from the twenties, kind of. Oh my anyway, God. with live music. So that could be fun. And then we were going to go to the Grand Old Opry, except that I fucking hate country music <laughs> so much. Like, it's not fun to go to museums for like Patsy Cline and Johnny Cash. If you have never not only have you not listened to their music, but in my case, I've also refused to listen to their music. Because oh, my. I would not want to be anywhere that was indoors. I would want if I was going to do something as a mother down there. You are incorrect, madam. You are incorrect. You also don't know me. Hotty, hot, hot down there, though. I'm not sure I would have been able to do it. I would have probably been like, I'll pass. I'll just go to the pool. 
they have a first of all they have a water park in there which is insane okay this week is 82 87 88 89 90 no that's for this day hold on that's mind you pittsburgh right now is 95 98 99 those are the next three days in nashville that is hot because it's also near water listen Hmm. i know you're not a hot person i do for the most part even though right now i'm really hot because I'm in a indoors and there's no AC. I don't mind. It's just that I sweat only from the neck up. For whatever reason, all my sweat glands are in my head. So like my, so like I'm wiping off my face. I'm wiping off. I can't keep makeup on. It slides down my face. My neck is sweaty. But like armpits, everything else dries a bone. It's probably all the terrible, terrible deodorant I've used for 30 years. That has caused me to not have any more sweat glands anywhere. But my face, the one place I don't put deodorant is my face. So, dude, I sweat out of my head. It's so terrible. God. Anyway, so um, Mark Asquith's sister, Izzy, told me about a, a face antiperspirant. So I'm going to try and use that. So I don't, oh, my gosh. So I don't slide on people when I see them. You need to have a thingy, you know, a, a fan. fan. Yeah, I do. I also need or a like fan. a, you it's know, great. like that thing in on your picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. I, I get it. So have fun. I'm glad you're going to be doing the thing. Yeah. So y- yay. So this year, so I always kind of do like a conference strategy, not for what I'm doing there or who I want to meet, but like how to pack my packing strategy. Yes. We've had these conversations before. You usually color coordinate your entire existence at these I try to this year I've not done that as much but I have I decided this year the conference will be dresses casual dresses sundresses slightly fancier dresses cocktail dresses and jumpsuits sleeveless jumpsuits that look like a suit but they're all together how is that different than other times (laughs) Normally, I pack jeans. I mean, I guess I'll pack one pair because I so mean. My, my friend Holly, who's a stylist, will be there and she's already like bossing me around. Like, there's a couple things I just want to text her or like send her an email and go, like, What do you think of this? But then do she it. Know me. Yes, she so. does. She does know does you. She? She's happy to help you. Yeah, she goes. I mean, this text from Saturday says, You need to call me to discuss your outfits. Do it in all caps. I know because I mean, I've sent her, but I bought a lot of dresses, lots of which have to be returned. And she bought me four dresses, which can't be returned because it's past the date. And some of those were wearing me. I'll tell you what, they were fucking crazy dresses, but Target had like a collaboration with a designer and she liked it. So she sent me a bunch. Anyway, dresses is the tactic this year because. Dresses and shapewear because I don't like wearing pants in the summer. Well, really, I don't like wearing pants. Let's just stop there. But the only pants I do like to wear are pajama pants. And I felt like that was inappropriate. I'll wear jeans, but I don't think it's the most flattering unless I'm wearing some kind of dress item on top, like the early 2000s. So this year, dresses, all the dresses and jumpsuits all the jumpsuits remember that um navy jumpsuit that we have a picture of me in like we took our picture the yeah, first night I remember that yeah i feel like yeah. i should bring that one that's a good jumpsuit that's it's a, a good, good one jumpsuit. right yes i think that this is the only thing i don't like about that is that it doesn't translate well in pictures 
No, you're right. Navy is a tough color to to wear for any pictures. Mind you, people can't tell what color it is because the lighting is usually off. So, and sometimes it just gets really muted because it's not really black. It's kind of like, uh, and then you look at the pictures and you don't actually know what color it is. So yeah. I've learned, even though I'm a huge fan of Navy, I love Navy. Mm-hmm. I love Navy too. Anyway. But now um, I kind of wanted to give a shout out since we don't have any sponsors for this episode. I am single-handedly going to have a sponsor on our show right now. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to give them a shout out. This is for Pangea. This is the company that has provided the internet for me. Oh. When was it that I got it? I can't remember when I installed when we installed it. It was like July, August. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah, it was right around a year ago. And I I honestly, this is a testimonial for y'all over at Pangea Internet, which is a nonprofit organization that serves a specific area within North Carolina. They have single-handedly been provided the opportunity for me to continue working without any drops, with the ability for my children to be able to go to school, for the ability for me to continue to up-level my game, especially when it comes to video and audio production and being able to stay on point. They've allowed like my business in the capacity that I'm involved with She Podcast, in the capacity that I'm involved with Lipson, and every initiative that we have had, particularly this that we're doing right now, this live stuff, we I would not have been we would not have been able to do any of this stuff. So I just want to say that I got an email from these folks like last week and it said this. Dear customer, Pangea Internet has an exciting news. Since 2003, our community and our customers are the focus of everything we do at Pangea Internet. As internet bandwidth requirements continue to grow, we realize how important high-quality internet service is to your organization. Therefore, we are providing a free network upgrade to 100 megabytes and 100 megabytes download and upload and download. Uh, delivered by Pangea's 100% speed of light fiber optic network. Um, this is an upgrade as our way to thanking, thanking you for supporting our nonprofit mission to deliver affordable, reliable connectivity and services for our region that will enhance economic development, improve the quality of life, and create a broad platform of innovation enabling underserved areas. Now tell me that this is not just the perfect partnership between the internet and Elsie. Absolutely. It is the perfect. Is that not amazing? And so I just want to give them a shout out. I'll have a link in the show notes if anybody lives in or around the area where I live in, which is the Western North Carolina area. They do have like a specific area in which you can get your business. It is a business internet and they will absolutely put a fiber line going into your business. This is not shared and they are fantastic with everything that they do. Their prices for what the kind of the delivery that they make is unbelievable. So I just want to say thank you so much. I really wouldn't be where I am right now. My mental health would be in the toilet if I didn't have these folks around. I'm serious. And everybody else that's around me. In fact, Y'all would be pulling your hair out as well every time you had to deal with me. So that was so Southern. You said, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, thank you, Pangea. 
Y'all are the best. Yeah, thank Yay. you, Pangea. Thank Yay. you. All right. Anyway, that was that was our sponsor for this episode. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh my God, I am so hot right now. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, we don't really have very many news, so I don't even know if we need a jingle because I guess I- I'm going to give a shout out. And I think that we can talk about some stuff from this article that came out for Podcast Movement. And this is big love to our mutual friend, Mignon Fogarty, who just had her 15th anniversary as a podcaster. And there was an article that was all about her lessons from the past 15 years of podcasting. And I'd like us to take a look at some of her tips and tricks because there aren't very many folks that have been around as long as Mignon has. And I feel that this industry, since it hasn't been around for so long, it feels like we really need to highlight those of us that are still trucking. (laughs) Because there are many folks that just disappear. Mm-hmm. So thoughts. I know I'm going to have you scan through this, Jess, and, I, and I'm wondering if you can find some amazing wisdom that Mignon shared here. From Mignon? From Mignon. 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 Mignon Fogarty. Yes. Our fave. One of the original She Podcasters and the loveliest That's right. woman ever. Yes, she is. I went on a, a friend date with her at one of the podcast movements. It was one of the best nights I ever had at one of those. It's amazing. I always have dinner with her. I've had dinner with her. Yeah. Almost every time we've done podcast movement. I don't even know. We never plan it. It is the delight. We just end up at dinner. You know what it is? Really? That's funny. I think that what it is, is that we are both super introverted. And so we're walking around like this, like after the end of the day, we walk around like we don't want anybody to look at us because I don't want to accept any, anything. And so we like, and we go, do you want to go out to dinner? Okay. You want to go to dinner? I'll go to dinner. Yes. And so we will just go and like, it's just like this. And we just talk really quietly and really excited together like this. Then you come and then Sky comes and then it becomes a party. I love it. Yeah, she's the best. She's right. She's the best. One of the questions that she was asked was, what's the best podcasting advice you've been given? She said, early on, I did radio commercials for a back-to-school promotion. The the producer kept trying me to put more energy into how I was reading it. Finally, he said, imagine you're talking to a group of children, like you're reading a story at Storytime at the library. And that really helped me keep the energy. Before, I imagined I was talking to one person. You don't always have a lot of energy. But if you're talking to a group and a group of children, uh, you're going to give them more energy. I like that. I now love I think you should that. go back and do Pangea. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, because you <laughs> always have plenty of energy. Plenty of energy. I think you do that naturally anyway. I get, yeah, very excited by some of that stuff. Yes. Yeah. I like the one that she, she was talking about. I mean, she talks a lot about short form shows and why her yeah. shows are only five minutes. Um, so she must be able to batch like a mofo. Yeah. She was asked a question about... The common question you get from other podcasters, what it is when they come to her for advice. And then she says, people often ask me about starting a podcast network. Mm -hmm. I think it's an entirely different skill set than doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's amazing. Even just that. Who has ever, I mean, 
That's totally true. It's a great way to grow and a great way to build a business. But you also have to ask yourself, do I enjoy managing people? Do I want to do bookkeeping or hire people to do bookkeeping? Do I want to negotiate contracts? Do I want to think about business structures and all of those things that come with it? Creating a podcast network is so much more than getting together a group of your friends or even a group of like-minded podcasters. If you're going to be a business, it's going to take an extraordinary amount of your time managing the business aspect. So always tell people to think really hard about why they want to do it. This is fantastic because you're right. She's totally right. Well, so she she did have a network that she ran on her own for right. a long, 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 long time. And then she partnered with Macmillan and it made things. Well, she had a great relationship with Macmillan and the woman who was assigned to sort of smooth that transition. But it made things awkward because she was so used to managing all the things. And so it took her out of that and into only managing her own show grammar girl and the stuff that she wanted to accomplish with grammar girl so i think that was a hard adjustment because she was doing all the things and i'm sure she partnered with mcmillan because she didn't want to do all the things but it's hard to stop doing all the things i mean i can attest to that too yeah it is it's true but i mean i I think that the that whole bit of that advice right there is possibly key because a lot of us have the dream of coming together and creating a network in the way that let's all be friends and let's all get of our, our like-minded and like-hearted content together and everybody's going to listen. And we're just thinking about the end user. We're thinking about the listener and how how great that would be. And we're also thinking ab- about it from the perspective of selling that because of the demographics and because, of, oh, that's so great. But we never think about the actual steps one needs to make in order to get to that place, right? You know, whose website is it going to be? Are you going to do your one website or many websites? Where Who's going to be the boss of having everybody look the same? Or how are we going to sell this stuff? Who's going to send the emails? Who's going to be the follow-up? Like there's so many different things that all of the kumbaya stuff is like the easiest of the whole thing. So the question that was asked here is one about the fact that she start obviously started a podcast, but then she also, you know, she moved into books and other mediums. Now she's working with LinkedIn Live and she has education there. And she's also really stepped up her video game. And one of the things that she mentioned, because I feel that she podcast is kind of moving into that sphere where we are like with this live streaming stuff, we're kind of moving not just to be the one thing, but we've never really just been the one thing, but there could be possibilities of doing more stuff on the blog. And like we have like our great, our community conversations and we have, you know, some of the live stuff that we've been doing. So she said the number one thing is to make sure that the brand is consistent across the entire time, which duh, right? But we often forget. And this is really interesting Another thing is you really shouldn't be afraid of repurposing your content. Some people think, well, maybe I already did this in the podcast or on my blog, but from experience, they're likely not the same people consuming that content on different platforms. And even if they are, people appreciate getting the same information in a different format. True, true, true. And I do feel that that's the case for a lot of us, and it actually goes against a lot of our knee-jerk reaction to building audience sometimes that I feel from podcasters, where I oftentimes will engage with a content. Like there's a lot of podcasts that I only listen to. And I have to be honest, 
there's a couple of podcasts that I read. I don't listen to them. I don't want to listen to it because I just don't. I want to read about it. And I think that that's okay. And I'm still a fan and I find the content valuable. And in no way does that make me not appreciate that they are podcasting. It just helps me stay connected with their content. So I think that we have things that we say about our own content that we're like, oh, no, no, you can only get that on the podcast. How are we pushing our audience away when we say stuff like that? Pretty interesting. Is there anything else that you want to add to that? No, I want to get into this vocal mist. Oh, yeah. Let's get into some tool tips. Yeah. Elsie's tool tips. Sometimes I want to sing it with myself. (laughs) (laughs) That was, I know, maybe you should harmonize with yourself. I think that that's really Narcissism. Yeah. I think we need to find a way to harmonize with our own little bits. And I think that that would be fantastic. Okay. I don't know how to do that. So you're going to have to tell me to do how to do that and I'll do it, but I don't know how to do it. But anyway, let's move into this. This stuff is actually part of the feed because my co-host attended NAM, Summer NAM, N-A-M-M. And it's all about musicians and it's a huge conference. And Rob Waltz went in as a, a representative of the press for the feed. So this was his first press packet. And so he walked around and he looked at a bunch of hardware uh, just to see if any of it was good for podcasters. And he found some of the stuff. And I, we didn't really get into it in the show. Like he just reported on it. I didn't even know. I didn't know what the links were. I just kind of agreed with him. And I just kind of went, oh, neat. Oh, yay. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, but I didn't really comment too much. And then afterwards, I went and looked up at all the products. And I was like, oh, my God, these things are so cool. So go for it, Jess. There's no way this thing is a real thing. Why do you say it's not a real thing? No friggin' way. What are you talking about? Okay, it says okay. Vocal Mist is a portable tool for getting rid of dry throat, alleviating allergies, and helping your voice stay in performance shape. It has uniform particles that penetrate to achieve better achievement, compact so you can take it around, a replaceable cup, a detachable head for easy cleaning. Your voice will thank you. Our specialized hydration formula is designed to help your voice feel great and minimize chance of vocal injury. Oh, come on. It's a freaking mister. Okay. Well, can we... Come on. How could they have a special hydration formula? It's water. Well, look, Aaron is the guy who put this together. Yeah, the same guy that's in the about page. It's the husband. Like this yes, it's the, the husband pictured with the dog. Now he's in a now because he's wearing a doctor coat. Hey, it's sciency. Come on, listen. Ultrasonic nebulizers using isotonic saline are most effective and optimized. That's salt water, dude. Go listen. ahead, d- debate it. I don't even know. There's a video. Yeah, and then he says research shows that using vocal mist can make singing easier for you. You can also just get any facial mister, though, right? Any mister. Ultrasonic nebulizers using isotonic saline are the most effective in optimizing saline. Fo- fo- saline function prior to the dehydration or dry environment. Okay, so what What if it's saline, the same thing? 
Saline Listen. is the shit we put in our contact lenses. It's like salty water. Like why? So much for having them as a sponsor. How much is this? So oh, much come on. for sponsorship. Is that what we were supposed to on do? On the vocal mist, people. Okay. It's $100. Anyway. It's $100. And it's like a hospital mask <laughs> with fucking saline in it. I'm sorry. First of all, this cannot be as good for you as tea with honey and lemon. It just can't. Well, no, because it you you're doing that like straight into your face. It's done okay. for that. Okay. Next question: Why would okay. you not just gargle salt water, which is also very good for your voice? In fact, it is. I actually do it every night. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> I do. Of course you do. Of course you do. But I mean, if you have laryngitis, even though it's grotesque and revolting, gargling with salt water is a really good way to not have that. Listen, there are many products that are created out there that are really just insert whatever it is. But the packaging and the way that it's sold, it's just the way that you really love. You really love to buy some of that stuff that is sold that specific way. I think that this vocal mist thing is really interesting looking as a product. I mind you. I don't know. They took somebody's fucking asthma inhaler and slapped on. A hospital hey, mask. Look and at then, how cute that little his little then, logo is, though. Dr- uh, it's a little like teardrop with the microphone in it. That's not what? even creative. Come on. <laughs> she thought I was going to all be like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." Listen, all I'm saying is that this is interesting. I'm not saying I'm going to use it. I'm also not saying it's the best thing ever imagined, but I thought it was a really cool product. And I think that we need to like partner with people who are doing fun things like this. I'm not going to deny that. I'll just say that it's going to be have to be somebody that like makes something different. That's not what this is, I don't think. Vocal misters, if you're listening and you would like to deny this or have us try it, I'm I'm game for doing the vocal mist voice test. But I will also make my own with a nebulizer and a CPAP mask and see if it's not the same. Well, who has a nebulizer and a CPAP mask at home? Fat people with asthma. I was going to say I have one. Okay, well then, but that doesn't count. Every fat person with asthma has both a CPAP and an inhaler. You are essentially saying this small bit of the population has that. And how much is that? I mean, there's a lot of heavy people out there that have allergies. How much is the thing that you just said? The CPAP and the nebulizer? Oh, it's medical equipment. Both of them are medical equipment. Prescription based. Too much that you okay, need Okay, all right. A hundred dollars for somebody like <laughs> who just wants to have their voice be better. Are you done yelling? Okay. It hurts. It hurts. Sorry. It hurts me. I don't want to go deaf prematurely. Please. Sorry. I mean, I thought it was bad that Scott, you know, Scott has a really loud voice and he always kind of like when he coughs. He does? Are you serious? He's so I totally fucking loud. Think he's, I thought he was very soft spoken. He is the loudest motherfucker I've ever met. And when he coughs, he, he scream coughs. Have you ever met someone that goes <laughs> like that? Well, I don't think, listen, I don't think that there's. There's coughing. <laughs> And then there's scream coughing. If you have a cough that you got to get the stuff out, you cannot get it out by going. <coughs> you can he hit. needs to, he All needs right, to maybe. get it out. Maybe. But I'm just saying, 
I don't know how much that stuff is because I don't, I do have a CPAP, but it's a prescription. So like, I just have it for free. All right. All I'm saying is that not everybody has a prescription for this, nor will they need one, but they can get this. (sighs) Okay. I guess. All right. All right. Moving on to the next thing. So much for that. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, Once in a while, I reserve the right to be ornery. Link in the show notes. All right. Hey man, I want to hear if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Send me your experience with it if you own this company maybe i haven't seen all the videos and i'm talking out of my ass i'm open to that possibility but so far it just seems like a waste of a booth at the nam show wow come wow jess you can't say that why not hey man i promise that there's some folks listen there's a market for this there's a total market for clearly i can guarantee it like where's clara harris she was over here. Clara. They all ran for the hills. Comment. Yeah. Clara, if you're still here after all this stuff, say that it's good. Why? Don't tell her that. She pro- Listen, if she's a singer, she knows just as well as me, if not better, that that's some horseshit right there. Or Cheryl Hawley. She's Cheryl. a voice artist. I don't know if they're... Okay. Anybody who is a voice Why is over it than professional... A, than a... Penny, all of y'all. Whatever. Let's do it. That's the name of this okay. episode, Vocal Mist. What? Oh, my God. Vocal Mist. The Vocal Mister. Oh, there. She's right there. Who? Clara. Clara, we're going over this thing. Look at the website, vocal myvocalmist.com. It's in the chat. You can see the, the link in the chat. The question is, why is this useful and more or less useful than just okay. having a nebulizer with saline solution? That's all it is. Listen, here it is. It's a little vocal mist thing. Singing just got easier. Feel your best sound, your best. See that? It's got the thing and you can choose your pack and build your plan and cancel anytime. Oh my God, it's a membership thing. I did not know that. That's even, I'm not sure I'm keen into that. Anyway, Mm -hmm. they've got testimonials and like, you know, saline and nebulizer. Yeah, look at it. Because it seems to me... This is not any different than gargling with salt water. And it seems to me that you don't need a hundred dollar piece of equipment when you can just have tea with lemon, tea with honey, tea. Yeah, look, she, her water. session is about taking care of, of your voice. You see that? Yeah, I know. So we can just go watch Clara. Yeah. But also, it's horse pucky. That's all. I don't That's think all Jess is going to make the testimonial on them. Low vocal mist podcast. Oh, is that what yeah. I was trying to do? Sorry. No, don't. And also, we can't use a title because we don't want any of the ROI to come, ROI, the SEO to come into us because I don't want that. I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Listen, this guy has been working. You know how hard it is to put a business up? Listen, then don't put anything negative in the show notes. I, this is, was a negative. Well, I'm saying what I said. What I said. Look at how happy he is with his dog and his partner and stuff yeah this is the face (laughs) (laughs) i can't even say it out loud loud. but come on the the minute he donned a lab coat he's in in the next page he's in a lab coat that's we have to so look she says i'm curious if it's different than a vaporizer i think that it is a vaporizer is all over the place and i think a nebula is a concentrated is thing yeah in your face no it's probably not oh my god anyway listen we're moving to the next thing right now if you're listening to that that was a joke 
don't get John, to come after me. You have to cut a little bit of this stuff out because I will like, do my best because this is comedy don't gold. You dare censor me, John Buchanan, Flamingo. We're not censoring you. We I are, think you are. I'm just trying to get the libel out of the censorship. Censorship. I cry censorship. I'm trying to get the libelness, libelness out of the conversation. It's not libel. I, whatever. It's not libel. Why? Because libel is because libel is when you say something to someone that's going to actually hurt their company. Whereas, like this is like a maybe where you called it horse pucky. Listen. First of all, singers don't listen to our show necessarily, and even if they do, the singers. three the three singers that do can look at this and know exactly what I'm saying. It's a tiny little mister vaporizer. Oh my Doesn't god! Need to be a hundred dollars. It has a hospital mask and a nebulizer. It's the dumbest contraption ever, dude. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's why you gotta watch the show live because half of this is going to be in there. <sighs> I'm sorry. This is not a tech tool. This is like a MacGyver contraption. Okay. <laughs> guys, I got She hates me so much right now, you guys, because she had this on our show notes and like she was all excited. And then she, I... if you go back, she even goes, okay, Jessica, tell everybody what it is. Like, I'm going to be like, oh my God, it's so cool. And I, I think that I talking and she listen. Was like, I wanted to show something that wasn't, like, one of my excitement was this because this wasn't an actual microphone. It wasn't like an audio interface. It wasn't all the other crap that you just, you usually like sit back and like, then it's like the John and Elsie show because you care less about these things. Right. So I thought, oh, look, I found something that's interesting and it's not a microphone or an audio interface. And Jess is just going to like pretend she cares. But then now you come at me with all of this awful stuff. And I was like, I thought it was an interesting. Because I'm a classically trained singer and I know horse pucky when I see it. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Doesn't mean I sound like a classically trained singer because I smoke a lot of cigarettes. But I I do know how to take care of my voice. And I can tell you that that thing is not special. That's my opinion. That's why, Clara, you were called into it. Because in my opinion, it's not special. You can feel free to disagree with either one of us with no consequences whatsoever. We'll still love you. We'll still love you. That's right. All right. And, you know, if you're listening and you have a problem with what I'm saying, oops, I made a mistake. I don't think you're sorry, though. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, my God. I've been watching The Real Housewives. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. You're going to compare me to some bitch on on a reality show? No. That's about to happen. Second guess that decision. No, no, no. It's because you said, I'm so sorry. It's because the entire series, all of it is based around the fact that somebody says something that offends somebody else. And then all they do the entire season is to request an apology from the other person who often feels like, why should I apologize? I don't know if I should apologize. And that's all it's about. And then they go like, I'm sorry. And then they have the person come up, you know, with those like, thing with the camera hitting on them and they're like she wasn't really sorry when she said i'm sorry and oh the I confessional yeah yeah all that stuff and i'm like oh my god stop watching it it's a vi- reality tv is stressful on several levels one because of the interaction and conflict two because some of it is demised what does demised mean it's preconceived it's not spontaneous i thought demised means oh, demised dead. means 
good. I mean, like, I just mean another word. Okay, good. You're like me. You said the wrong word. A little word. bit, a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's contrived is what I meant. A contrived. lot of it is contrived, which okay. means they've, they've decided, okay, you're going to come in here and then you're going to be mad. See, Amber and I, we are into it. Hey, it helps me relax at the end of the night. And if they're getting into a real crazy conversation, I just go through it. I just like skip the I part. I understand. I won't judge you. No, Jess, it's all real. <laughs> it's not all real. Amber, you're a therapist for Christ's sake. <laughs> I put together real. a podcast called Judgy and Juryish, and they go in and for an hour and a half, they talk about all the real housewives and they, they, no. they kind of oh recap it. Oh my God, I can't no. even. I don't mm-hmm. think I can handle like a double because it's the same thing. It's like Real Housewives is its show and a podcast all in one. That's anyway. the worst idea ever. Is reality. like pause and come back. Do you really? Like I literally walk around the house and I don't even have to watch them. I just hear them in my ears. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my anyway, God. um, let's move on to the other piece of yes. I'll bow out now. Jesus, Sorry. I really like this piece of hardware. I'm not going to say a word about it. Can we look at it, please? Because it's so pretty. Look at this. Aw, you want me to look at it? Look at it. It's right in front of you right now in the stream yard. It is gorgeous. These are amazing looking microphones that I think are delicious. And I want the green one. I love the green one. You know, there's another company where you can customize your mics and colors. Did you know that? No, I guess these won't be our sponsors either. Oh, my God. It's a very well-known company. Would you not like to know who it is? I'm not saying anything bad about it. Okay. What the frig? What was the company that would make your microphones a different color? Sure microphones. Okay. Not only can you make it a different color, but like the main body can be a different color than the like part that hooks onto like the brown. What's that part that's like screwed yeah. in on the bottom there? Yes, the base. Yeah, that can be a different color than that. And then the stripe around it in the middle can be a different color. So you can put like it can be three different colors. Yeah, I think uh, Jess's favorite person, uh, Alexandra from Call Her Daddy, has a pink one. Has a pink. Yeah, she uh, probably sure does. SMB. Sure, is pretty popular. But I mean, I think it's really cool when you can. I have. All I'm saying is, I think it's really cool when you can customize your stuff because it yeah, makes these it feel are not... like branded and fun. Yeah, I know, and I know that there's some folks that are really everybody is really loving the red one. The red one's hot. And for pictures, I think that this is a much better. Like if you're going to buy pictures to take pictures with your microphone, this is a much better choice than the darn Yeti Pro. You guys want to hear something funny? What? Not you. I'm talking to the audience. You already know this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a long time ago, years ago, like a couple of years ago, <laughs> Elsie told me she doesn't like purple. And for yeah. years... <laughs> For however many years since then, let's say two years, for two years when I would go to design something and I wanted to pick purple, I felt guilt about it because I know Elsie <laughs> hates purple. And it spilled over. It spilled over into my clothing. If you go in my closet, I have no purple clothes. <laughs> because every time I go to buy something purple, I hear Elsie going, oh, just purple is so boring. And purple people are the worst. <laughs> like I, I, You just hate the purple. So like. So you'll notice there's not a lot of purple in our branding. And then lately, lately, I've decided, fuck her and her opinions. I love purple. So So now I pick purple and there's a rebellious part of my brain going, take that purple hater. I would pick the purple mic 
But somewhere in my head, if you see me wearing purple, somewhere in my head, at some point, I went, fuck Elsie, I'm wearing purple. Hey, Elsie, what's the color of your shirt right now? So dumb. No, it's not purple. It's It's maroon. It's like maroon. Oh. No, that's purple. I mean, I would consider that. That's purple. It's maroon. It's maroon. She's probably talking about grape. That's pretty purple, dude. That looks pretty purple to me. She's probably talking about grape ass Willy Wonka purple. I mean, and I get that. That's not my favorite color. No, that purple. The purple that's on that is my the purple I dislike. What about this purple, my curtains? Do you hate this purple? And- yes, she does. That's what I mean. It's like grape ass purple. She's not into it. But um, I look at the mic and I thought, I would like the purple. And then I thought, Elsie would hate it. And then I thought, fuck Elsie, I'd get it anyway. And that all happened within three seconds. That's what she's done to me. All because she hates purple. It's the only thing she's ever said to me that has not only stuck, but haunted me. It haunts me. It haunts me. Her hatred of purple. I can't stand up anymore. (laughs) She's disappeared. She's disappeared from the window. I disappeared the entire time. I was lying on the ground laughing. Sorry. There's a bed behind me and it's the best to just collapse and giggle. Listen, is it mental illness or is it just like (laughs) wanting to respect a friendship? I can't even tell. I don't even know why I'm like this. But I do feel some guilt when I choose purple, and then I feel like oh. I have to go against. Her. Then I have to go against her. Oh no! Look at our words. <laughs> look at our branding. <gasps> oh my God, John, you're cruising for a bruising with that purple right there. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I, feel I know. Like oh. You know, if I made everything purple, with the kind of guilt, the kind of disrespect it would imply, <laughs> it would imply such disrespect if I made everything purple. So if you ever think we're in a fight and you see our branding as purple, you'll know this is your clue right now that Elsie and I are having a fight. If I I decide anything in purple, it's over between us. (laughs) It's so stupid. I can't. I can't. It's so stupid. Oh, my God. I can't even take it. But it's like, listen, I'm trying to make friends with purple because I understand my sad obsession with disliking purple so much. I mean, I don't understand. Oh. What does it represent to you? Nothing. I just don't aesthetically like it. I used to like purple. I used to like purple and green. And I still like it as a peacock. Like, I like peacock colors. And in peacock, there's purple in it. And I like that. Doesn't everyone like purple? Like, everyone is supposed to like purple. I don't like purple. I'm just like, no, not purple. Oh. So, anyway. Sorry, you know purple. I mean, you guys? If you were her best friend and you did our... <laughs> And you did our branding. You would understand my plight. Oh, look, it's green now. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird, a weird green, but it's a good, a weird green. I know that's a very weird. Apparently green green is going to be better. Yeah. Green is better. But that microphone, that specific purple microphone, I could, I could, you know, if it was in the right place, it would look nice. If it was in the right place with like matching things, it would look nice. It would be completely out of sorts if it was in my house like it would just be like wow that's the only purple thing all the everywhere yeah whereas you know i mean i have a thing i have a thing clearly have a thing and then i've made you have a thing now i have a thing against your thing yeah so it's a whole separate thing (laughs) (laughs) but i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying and and john to speak to this shirt that i'm wearing i got these shirts years ago they're like over oh gosh they're over 10 years old 
and I got them in every color and they're with the, they have a, a chakra right in the middle of it. And every color represents a different chakra. And this is the shirt that I almost never wore. And so it's the one, it's the one that actually has lasted the longest because I haven't worn it because right. I have this thing where every time I look at the color, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want that. But because of the fact that this is the only one that fits me, because all the other ones are so stretched out now yeah. that I that it doesn't fit as nice. So then like I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take that one to Pittsburgh. Oh, it's a travel shirt because you don't like it. No, because I was going to go work out. This is like what I used to wear to yoga classes. And so I'm, I'm going to go running after this. And then I thought I'll just wear the, this shirt. And this is the one that I have. Anyway, that's the story of the purple, but it's why it's lasted so long. It's because I never wore it because I didn't really, this was not my favorite color. Like wow, I said, that was way deeper into your psyche. Than ever you're talking about how she doesn't like purple. And I'm like, she has a purple shirt on. I care so much less about the shirt than I do about your problem with purple, which you still have yet to explain. Now we have a whole history of her dumbass shirt and the chakra on it and why it's the only shirt she'll take to Pittsburgh because she hates purple. But we still don't know, ladies and gentlemen, why purple? Why again? Purple is a lovely combination of pinks and greens and no pinks and blues. Any different shades of them make all different purples. Purple it's is red like, and blue. Isn't red and blue? Symbolizes royalty. Yes. Red. What did I say? But I mean, shades. Shades. And, uh, I just don't like it. I don't like purple. What does it symbolize to you? Dude, it's like the same thing. If I were to tell you, like if you, you know, there's some food you don't like and you just don't like it. You can't have a rainbow without purple. Can you imagine the ugliness of a rainbow without purple? Listen, you put there instead. I am cool with purple in the spectrum of colors. I love it, in fact, in rainbows and many colors. I think it's amazing. I love the fact that it exists. Mm -hmm. I personally will not choose specifically purple color for like a T-shirt or a bag or bedding or curtains. Because why? I don't know. Bruises are purple. Maybe that's it. Yeah, but they're also navy blue, and I look really good in navy blue. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've gotten so off. So track. out of it. I think we're done, dude. We're fi- we're so finished. I don't even know. I just want yeah. to say about that mic. It is not a USB mic. It is an XLR mic. Yes, it is an XLR. Right, and I call the. There's only one place in the United United States to get it. It's in Massachusetts, and it's 149 dollars. And they have all. It six is 149, and then like Cheryl Cheryl Halling shared a link. You can buy it over at BH. BH oh, they have BH, it there now. BH Photo Video. BH Photo, yeah. Okay. So they have it there for it. It's 149. So yes, you do. But it, they're so pretty, aren't they? Pretty. They I are very pretty. pretty. They are really anyway, pretty. Thank you so, for sharing that. That was a lovely tool tip. Oh my god. After we laugh, I've la- I don't think I can recuperate from. I know I'm like a little nauseous from it actually. <laughs> that could just be me though. Oh my god. That could just be the purple anxiety. It I- could be the purple anxiety. I'm just I sitting here as Jess is talking about the mist thing. I'm just hitting marker, marker. Oh, marker. come on. Don't you dare censor me, John hey. Domingo. Hey, it's time for us to end the show. You and Elsie don't get to decide what I'm allowed to say, you jerks. That's fine. We have to finish the show. 
I'm going to have to start listening to this show to find out what you get rid of. You know, you're not going to. I know you're right. That's never going to happen. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being with us during this tumultuous episode. (laughs) Lots of drama, lots of intrigue. There was lots and, of drama. Uh, we're glad you're here for it. So thank you. Um, if you would like to find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, please find us at She Podcast. If you want to find us in Nashville, we will be there at Podcast Movement. And Jess will be wearing purple. I will. My I might be wearing purple. I have one dress that's purple I'm packing, but I bought it on a whim and in rebellion of Elsie's hatred of purple. <laughs> Conscious rebellion. That should be the name of this show. This is the name. That's the title. Conscious rebellion. Of purple. Of purple. Of purple. I was thinking it's not easy being purple. It's not. (laughs) Having to wear each, you know, having to live each day the color of a leaf. Anyway. So Shindig. Shepodcast.com slash Shindig. Please come to our networking party. It's going to be super fun and we want to see you and squeeze you. And then you can also come and see us in Scottsdale, Arizona at She Podcast Live, which is happening this fall, October 14th through the 17th in like I said, Scottsdale, Arizona, go to ShePodcast.com slash live. That is ShePodcast.com slash live to get your tickets because I'm going to say something. Are you ready? Here it comes. We have sold half our tickets <gasps> already. So get your tickets before they're all gone. Holy crap. Okay. I know. Pretty exciting, right? So yeah, please go get your tickets. ShePodcast.com slash live again. And thank you again for being here. We truly love doing the show for you. Hopefully it was educational and inspirational, a little informative and and laughy and happy, track, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> thank you. you. We will see you next time. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>